So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And hey, at the time of this recording, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm just looking at the date differential here. Yes, by the time this episode is out, we will have officially crossed 250,000 downloads. That is absolutely crazy to me. We haven't even been around for two years yet. And, you know, we do put out a lot of content, like over 500 episodes in under two years. That's a lot of flipping content. But I still, a a number like that is something I don't take lightly. And I want to thank you guys for your continual support of this podcast. We really couldn't do it without you. And I, I mean that sincerely. We don't advertise. We don't have sponsors. This is not a revenue generating um, endeavor uh, for us. But I do this week in and week out because number one, I love you guys. I want to see you guys succeed. Um, and number two is because we know this is making a difference in people's lives. We get emails all the time. We get comments and we get ratings and reviews. And so for those of you that have left ratings and reviews, I want to thank you. And if you haven't done so yet, but you've gotten some value out of this, you feel like this has maybe changed at least some part of your life, uh, it would mean the world to me if you'd be willing to leave a review on your platform. This is going to signal to other people as well who are looking for help that there's some valuable content here for them. And we all know that there are millions of men out there struggling that are in need of this content. And you just might be the person who could change a life or two along the way with a review. So that would mean the world to me. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that. Today, I wanted to uh, kind of put a bit of a prophetic hat on, and um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I use that term very lightly. Uh, I am in, you know, more charismatic church cultures where the prophetic is relatively common, but I don't, I don't really consider it my job to integrate that with our podcast material a ton. Although every once in a while, obviously, it comes up. Uh, when I say I'm putting on my prophetic hat a little bit, what I mean is I have uh, something I wanted to share with you guys that I've been going through. And um, there's some things I go through that are personal and private, and they remain personal and private. And sometimes there's things I'm going through that begin personal and private, but they eventually become public because God basically makes it clear, like, Sathya, you're going through this, but um, I need you to share this with your people, the people I've trusted you with, you know, whether it's on the podcast here or on Instagram or in our mailing list or whatever. So that is sort of the idea here. Um, I want to share a little bit about something I've been going through, and then I want to I want to offer some insights and um, some I don't know some language to articulate something that I believe is taking place in men around the world in this particular season of life. Probably about eight weeks ago from the time of this recording, I I would say I reached. A, a breaking point. Um, I didn't have a mental breakdown. I didn't burn out. Um, it wasn't, I didn't have like some event that set me off and made me go, whoa, like something's not right here. I just, I had a, enough of a moment of introspection where I took a step back 
And I kind of looked at how I was spending my time, what I was dealing with, uh, the way I had been feeling, and I realized this is not the life that I set out for myself. I was very stressed. I was really busy. I was caught up in a lot of details of my business. And even though I was still closing my laptop at five o'clock every day, I wasn't checking emails or messages on the weekends. Like the boundaries were good externally, but internally, I'm still in fight or flight. I'm still thinking through business things. Um, You know, when I'm journaling early in the mornings and I'm spending time with God, a lot of it is about issues of the business, which, you know, like for me, like God is like the CEO of my business. So I don't mind doing that, but it was becoming consuming and problematic. And I just reached this point where I was like, literally, the reason I got into into business was to create a better life for myself. And I have I essentially, I can truthfully say my life is worse now than it was a year ago when I made the transition to start doing business full time. And it wasn't worse because of any other reason other than just the level of stress, the quality of life, and the way I was managing my time. So it's it's funny, and uh, I God just works in incredible ways. So I, I'm getting ready to go on this cruise a couple of weeks ago. The cruise is for my parents' 40th wedding anniversary and their 65th birthdays. And so it's my siblings and our spouses, and we're all traveling together, and it's super exciting. And it's just like a really good opportunity uh, for us to get some family time and I remember that when we had started making more formal plans for this cruise uh, earlier in the year, I was looking at internet packages and I was thinking, okay, I'm probably gonna have to get up and at least, you know, do X, Y, Z, but like, I'm gonna enjoy the cruise, but you know, I'll probably have a good hour of work in the morning before the day starts and whatever. And um, when I kind of hit this breaking point, um, if I don't, I don't know what else to call it, but I, I reached this realization, that's probably a better way to, to phrase it. I, I, I was like, what am I doing? Like I'm I'm about, I'm about to be away for a week and I'm talking about working like this is ridiculous. So I um I sort of I sort of like earmarked it like I am not buying internet cuz if you've never been on a cruise, they don't have Wi-Fi. You have to you have to buy it. Um and it's very expensive. So I just decided, you know what? I'm not I'm not doing the dance. I'm not going to play the game. Um I'm going to be off and the team will figure it out and whatever. And the the day or or maybe second day before I left for the cruise, I went and hung out with some family and uh, like an, an uncle and, and aunt of my wife's actually that have kind of become like like mentors of ours. And he gave me this book, uh, this book called Buy Back. It's called Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. And he said, hey, um, I haven't read this book, but a bunch of my colleagues that I trust are um, are reading it and, and saying that this is like a must read. And so um, check it out. And he didn't even know, he didn't know that I, w- I had like been feeling the stress of the business. Um, he knew a little bit, but he didn't know the details of it. Um, it was, it was just, honestly, I can truthfully say it was just God in his goodness. And the book basically changed my life. Like it, it was like, it was the life preserver that I needed all along. And what it has initiated in my life post cruise has been a season of purging and pruning, purging and pruning. And so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about it because I believe that that God is not just doing this in my own life. I think he's doing it in yours as well. Pruning is a biblical concept. And we know from the Bible, specifically the book of John, John chapter 5, uh, where Jesus says that, you know, that, that, that he is the vine and we are the branches. We know that, that pruning is a part of the gig. Um, and that it is actually a good thing. Sorry, I said John 5. That's not true. I think it's John 15. Um, we know that it's good for us to be pruned. 
because without without being pruned, we cannot bear more fruit. That that's sort of the idea. So Jesus uh, is the vine, the Father is the vine dresser, and we are the branches. And so this whole concept of pruning is incredibly biblical, and it's incredibly necessary. I, I don't know that pruning is seasonal. I believe it's continual, but there are seasons where it is emphasized. And I think this is a season where where pruning is being emphasized. Pruning is painful. If if branches had nerves, which you know there's some research out there that maybe suggests plants do kind of react that way, it it hurts to get pruned. It's not an enjoyable experience. But the end result of that pruning, of that pain, of that difficult sacrifice is greater fruit or maybe fruitfulness in areas where previously there was barrenness. Some of you listening are going through a pruning season. You can feel it. There are sacrifices you're having to make that you didn't think you would have to make. There's parts of you that you've had to surrender and give up that you never thought you'd have to surrender and give up. There's loss. There are things you've lost that you've had to grieve, that you've had to lament, things that you've had to 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 relinquish, some of it by choice and some of it not. I want to let you know that God is pruning you and that this is a very good thing. There's a subcategory of pruning that I like to call purging. Purging is the elimination of that which is toxic. And it is a type of pruning. If you think about you know actually pruning a vine or any kind of plant, yes, some branches you cut because you know that by pruning them, they'll grow back stronger and more fruitful. But there are also some branches you cut because simply put, they are barren. They need to be purged and we don't want them to grow back. And I think this is the thing that I really see God doing on a grander scale. This was this was the part that really gave me confidence to share this on the podcast, is I believe that God is purging, He's eliminating toxic, toxic things from our lives in this season, not so that those things, those areas will thrive later or, or grow back, but because they're things that we have been tolerating that we knew were bad for us, that that now once and for all it's time to get rid of. So in my own life, the, the, the applications are broad, but especially in my company, I have really um, built the company around me. Even with decision-making, if there's ever a problem, I've kind of been like the, oh, I'll, I'll help you. Like, let me go fix this for you. When in reality, these people are perfectly capable of fixing it, I'm being a, an enabling leader of a very dysfunctional dynamic. So that's not something that needs to be pruned. That needs to be purged. I need to get rid of that kind of thinking. I need to get rid of that behavior in my leadership. And I need to start leading better. So again, you could make an argument that it's going to make way for me to lead better. So maybe it is pruning, whatever. But the point here is we have to start by really purging the things that need to get out of our lives. Another thing is time management. I I really lost control of my calendar. Just small compromises here and there that have added up. And so there's a couple of things that I'm just saying, I'm not doing this anymore. This is silly. This is not, this isn't helping. We're going to eliminate this altogether. And so we've done exactly that. And I'm purging. But the pruning part uh, for me is, is finding people who can take on some of the responsibilities I've taken and do it better. So like, you know, we have a, a house cleaner. We have somebody who cleans our home a couple times a month. 
and I've been managing all that. And I'm thinking, you know what? My wife doesn't work right now. Um, or she works a little bit, but she's at home quite often. This is like, you know, two texting conversations per month. She can handle that, right? So it's just a pruning. It's like I'm, I'm eliminating the responsibility from my arena, but I'm passing it on to somebody else. And I have to say that um, this season is ridiculously uncomfortable for me. Um, I'll give you another personal example in a completely different area. I have been sleeping. Um, I sleep in on the weekends. So uh, during the week, I wake up at 5.30 every day, spend my hour with God, then spend about two hours working on the business, doing work that I can only do in those times. And then the workday kind of hits the ground running around nine o'clock. Sometimes I go to bed at 10, some days it's 11. Uh, there's more sports, like playoff sports right now, so I'm going to bed later. Um, but I'm always up at 5.30. But on the weekends, I get up at 8, 9, 10. It doesn't matter. Like I just sleep and I wake up when I wake up. And a lot of the research is basically showing that that's absolutely terrible for you. You're basically jet lagging your body. So I've been trying to set my wake up time earlier and I've been failing miserably because I have not been going to bed early enough to really feel rested um, and so on the weekends, I'm like, I'm staying up late Friday night, watching a movie or whatever. And then I just sleep in and, you know, I, I don't think this is like super abnormal behavior, but I am like waking up at 530 every day. And uh, I just started doing that as of last week. The weekend was really tough and I wound up napping in the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday as a result. So this is like, this is a painful purge, Right. But it's necessary. I, I, I want to get my sleep like super dialed in. I want to be a lot more regimented. Um, and I want to be able to get up at 5.30 every day and feel like a million bucks. And I, I, I never quite locked into that because I was jet lagging myself on the weekends. And it was taking me a couple of days at the beginning of the week to recover. And um, it is really painful. It's really annoying. It's really inconvenient. And after, you know, like Saturday, I'm up at 5.30 and I'm like, what, like, what am I doing here? Like, there's, there's so many better things I could be doing with my life and with my time. Uh, like, I don't know, sleeping, <laughs> you know, like I've done it this way for like 10 years. So um, it's painful. And, you know, some of the things I have to change as a leader, they're painful and it's uncomfortable. And, and I'm feeling a lot of guilt, you know, like feeling a lot of guilt for doing things that I should be doing as a leader. I have no reason to feel guilty about. They're just, they're things that I have to hurdle. And what I want to say to you guys today is, there might be some things that you need to purge. There might be some things that you need to prune. And it's probably going to be painful. It's probably going to hurt. It's probably going to be uncomfortable. It's probably going to be inconvenient. You're probably going to have feelings of remorse or regret afterwards, wondering if you did the right thing. Do it. Because I, for me, I have my vision. So I have a two-month plan of like all of these changes that I need to make personally and professionally. And like by the end of June, that's what I'm gunning for. By the end of June, I'm expecting things to be running like a, a relatively well-oiled machine, okay? It might not be perfect, but I'm expecting like some major momentum at that point. And what's on the other side of it? For me, it means more time with my wife, lower stress levels, a better quality of life. The company runs better. Like everything's going to start to lock in and fall into place as I start to tap into some of these new practices but ultimately some of this pruning and purging that God has prompted in my life. So what I want to do is I want to just extend an invitation, um, an opportunity for you to do the same, for you to ask the Lord, hey, are there areas of my life where I need to be pruned? 
are there things in my life that you want me to purge? Not it, See, it's not, are there things in your life that you should purge? That's not the question. We, we want this to be led by the Holy Spirit. Are there things in my life, God, that you see that right now you want me to purge? Obviously, it's it's everything. Like it's all the it's all the sinful tendencies, all the sinful behavior. Of course, those are the things that he's gonna that he wants you to purge. But what are the things that right now Holy Spirit is saying that let's get after that? That's the thing that we need to go after. I want to give you guys permission, and I actually want to exhort you go and do it. Um, and hopefully, hopefully near that list, near the top of that list, is sexual misbehavior and porn addiction. Because um, I'm telling you, for the things that God has for your life. For the things that God wants the the men of the body of Christ to be championing and pioneering in the days ahead, we cannot afford to tolerate this kind of filth in our lives. So I want to encourage you guys, go out there, do the stuff, do the things you need to do. You're listening to this podcast. Well done. Keep purging. Keep pruning. I'm going through it. So you're not alone in this. There's at least one other person on the planet who's dealing with it. And together we can figure this stuff out and become the men that God has designed us to be. Hey, much love to you guys. I'm cheering you on. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.